Hi guys, you are welcome to another episode on my podcast and today I'll be talking about resumes. Yes, I promised to talk about this this week on my Instagram feed. So if you follow me on Instagram, I know that you must be itching to hear what I have to say. So how are you? How's your big week been? I'm glad today is a Saturday so we all get to rest from the oddies and bunnies. <laughs> Of Monday to Friday. <laughs> well, that being said, so today I want to talk about resumes. Resume CV, yes. Yep, 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 yep. So, if you're new here, my name is Nigerian Boss Lady. You can call me MBL, and this is my podcast where I love to talk about, well, I just love to have work life conversations. That's just it. I just love to talk about these things, and I I found somewhere here where I can share my random musings with the world with people like you. So if you're here, nice to have you around. If you feel like you have a friend that might be interested in this convo, feel free, free to share. So let's dive in. Resumes and CVs. Yes. So do you know that there's actually a difference between a resume and a CV? Yes, there's a difference. If you want to Google it, you can Google it. That's okay. There's actually a difference. So there's actually a difference. In um, certain countries, um, this difference is actually like when they say submit your resume, they want to see a resume. And when they say submit your CV, they want to see a CV. But in a country like Nigeria, we hope to get to that point where we become very cautious with our words respectfully speaking but in nigeria it's almost the same thing if they say it's ncb you just want to see that document that talks about who you are and you know your background and all of that but um for the sake of clarity i would be talking about resumes on this podcast but before i dive in i just want to talk about the basic difference between resumes and cvs yeah cvs curriculum writing I would just call it CV, you know, for us to talk faster. <laughs> so usually a resume will have about one to two pages. A CV is usually two pages or more. And a resume is usually used when you're searching for a job. So say you want to apply for a job, you will most likely be required to submit your resume. But if you're probably looking for a grant or admission or you're applying for a research, you would most likely be asked to send in your CV. Yeah, so a CV can actually be 10 page. A resume is like a summary of that pen, 10 pages consumed into just one or two pages. Then, um, of course, there are basic things that should be on your resume, which includes your contact information, your job title, your work experience, your education, your skills, your awards, courses, certifications, licenses, and possibly your interests. That's all. Like I said, your resume is just one to two pages. But when you're going, when you're writing a CV, yes, you want to write about your education, your professional career, your publications, your awards, your honors, your other achievements, your contact info, of course, your research objective, if it is for your research, your personal profile, your personal statement. Um, if you've written any books you want to write today, if you have book chapters that you've contributed to, you want to include it, conferences you've attended, your teaching experience, if you have one, um okay i think i mentioned research experience i think i have your non-academic activities your languages and skills your memberships your references and um your affiliations so you see that a cv is usually way more comprehensive and can actually have a 10 page cv now i'm going to put a caveat if um (laughs) my audience is that well if you are you've had probably maybe like 10 years of experience or 15 years of experience or 20 years of experience 
is if you are applying for a job <laughs> i know that you cannot send in a res- resume you have to send in your cv because you need to include all of those things but say if you're you know starting or you're mid-level in your career when you're asked to send a resume you want it to be just as good enough because usually usually the average time someone spends going through your resume is usually about 30 seconds now i have spoken to um an hiring manager who said that actually you spend six seconds six seconds going through your resume so now this means that once you when you send in your resume you want to catch their attention from the first page you read and you also want to tell a story so you want to have that you know you want to have that names of mystery you know around you but at the same time you want to make sure that you are keeping this person intrigued such that when he sees your first page he is tempted to go through to your second page now you can have a one page resume for my first um two years very well yeah my resume was actually one and i it was on purpose because i wanted you to see everything at a glance so i compressed my resume to just one page of course i have a skill in graphics design so i was able to put that to use and to make it colorful and attractive and all of that but right now at this point in my life i accept um it's a request i don't think i will want to give any one page to resume i would want to give at least i want to give two pages which is actually the maximum for a resume at this point so i would say if you're just starting off your career you have really no business writing a two-page team like i I know a lot of people so now i'm going to put a caveat here the fact that you have a good resume does not mean you'll get the job but the fact that you have a good resume just means that you might be considered for an interview now there are other factors that come in you know when you're being interviewed and all of that and that is another story for another time but right now we're just talking about how to write a good resume that's what i'm here to talk about how to write a good resume and you know how to make sure that your resume is attractive at the focus so the first six seconds you are attracting the person's attention you know that's what all of this is about so um the key takeaway with what i've just said right now differentiating between your resume and a cv is that depending on the country you are at or you're applying to you need to know the requirements when they say resume you don't want to submit a cv and when they say cv you don't want to submit a resume but like i said in nigeria we don't care when they say resume or cv anything goes so you're free in nigeria but if you're applying somewhere else in nigeria you need to you know you need to pay attention to what is being required now there are certain apps that can actually help you with your resume um i made a post about this on my instagram feed but i'm going to reiterate it here so you have um canva the so the canva uh, app for the pc version yes i'm not sure that option is available on the mobile version but if it's on your if you download canva on your pc your computer you would have access to the interface that can help you design your resume because there's many options there all you have to do is just type and download it and you're done then also there's an app called visual cv there's cake resume there's cv engineer there's resume.com you can also use google slides there are also some cool templates on microsoft word now yeah updated versions of microsoft word then resume linkedin so the way linkedin works is that you could fill in your linkedin profile and then it helps you to t- define what and what you should put on your 
resume or CV. Then you can also use a professional professional resume builder. It's also an app, resume builder app and resume builder free CV maker. Yeah, so these are apps that can actually help you to get that design that you want, that interface, you know, that catchy stuff. Yep. So um, another option you can explore is to actually consult a graphics designer to actually help you design your CV if you can afford it, if you can pay for it. But like I said, you don't need to go through that stress. You can actually just download an app and get it done via an app. You could also consult a consultant if you want to. You know, there's some people that help people write their resumes. Of which, um, what I would say is if you want someone to write your resume for you, you need to provide a draft. Like you need to provide a draft. You, you cannot just tell someone to write a resume for you because you're going to defend this thing if you get called for the interview. So you need to be able to tell your story. You know, you need to talk about then how to talk about your achievements, put them to writing, and make sure that that person does not lie. Please, like a lot of people have put so many things on their resumes and that they cannot defend and it's it's embarrassing that's just the truth if there's anything you cannot defend on your resume just remove it if you <laughs> whatever you have to whatever goes on your resume you should be able to talk about it you should be able to defend it so that being said like i said you're trying to tell a story and you want to make sure that the reader is intrigued within the first three to five seconds so your contact info of course your phone number and your email address are the most important thing your location probably your country but there are times that you do not need to put your location nobody has any business with your house address or your local government area or your marital status or your your age like why okay Please don't put those things on your resume please do not put those things on your resume do not put your your marital status your your age your local government area your date of birth do not put it your house address do not put it you can put your location so you could put something like abuja nigeria or lagos nigeria or you can just put nigeria but you don't want to put all those things then okay um you should not also include your references yeah like the names you can write you can write something like references are references are available on request but you don't want to put details of other people on your resume because your resume can actually go anywhere so people like to be very private with their contact info so you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot before you give them a chance to actually be able to say good things about you and of course your academic background so um, I would say that on your resume you should on the first page you should have your name of course your contact info your phone number your email and your location country or state there are times that you can just put your country and just leave it um, then you should your award and achievements should be on the first page though that's what I think because I, I feel like it's going to attract the person's attention. They'll be like, oh, okay, what has this person done? Okay, maybe I want to flip through and read the second page. And your professional background should, of course, come before your academic background, well, because you just want to sell yourself on the first page. I might not really be interested in your courses or whatever. I might be interested in what you've done with the little time you have. Then I would want to go over to see 
okay where did you study what did you study and all of that i just feel your professional details should come before your academic detail well it was a tip from someone i respect so i think you should also try that then you want to put your skills um and your interests too as well but i would say that your interest should be aligned to your professional focus so you don't want to put everything you like to do like <laughs> but just just find a way to make sure that your interests are aligned with your professional focus then you could also put a dash of mystery such that when they ask the question tell me more about you you have something to say there was an interview and i attended and the question was tell me something about you that is not on your resume so you want to have that you know mystery or that you know important information that you know that okay when they say tell me more about you can actually treat at them and it's not on your resume um there are some other do's and don'ts that you need to pay attention to and um, i would talk about um, a few of them now you want to make sure that you involve the keywords used in the industry when you're building your resume so whatever industry you are um, applying to so what i mean is if you're applying to healthcare if you're applying to um an NGO, you want to make sure that whatever terms you're using are terms are actually used in that industry, just so that just in case it's not an human being that will go through your resume <laughs> and it's a machine that will do a scan. Of course, later on, at the point when you're, when you're being interviewed, the person might actually go, an human being can actually go through your, interview, your resume, but you just want to make sure that whatever keywords are majorly used in that industry some of those keywords are included on your resume and also you want to make sure that of course your accomplishments are standing out your positive result the things you've done and actually when you're writing details um of your professional background you want to write what you've achieved you don't want to quote the job description back to them on that page i know a lot of us do that where you are applying for something just as a job description, you just reiterate it but they know what they're looking for they just want to know what you can do regarding what you're looking for. So you want to make sure that your accomplishments and your positive results are actually well spelled out to actually show that you can actually do the job. Then you also want to have a consistent readable format. Obviously, addition to the format that is recommended. I think PDF is widely accepted. Um, some people ask for Microsoft Word, but I think in this new time, PDF is actually widely accepted. Then you want to make sure that you use strong action oriented statements. So I did this, like worked with this, start with a verb instead of a noun. And you want to start with your most important achievements first, most important details, most important things you've done in your professional background and your award series. You want to make sure you start with them first. Start with the most recent. Put time to each. Okay, I did this in 2021. I did this in 2020. I did this in 2019. You also want to make sure that you qualify and quantify. Well, this is not, it depends on the role you're applying for. So if the role you're applying for does not really have to do with numbers, you don't really need any good numbers. But if you feel like the role you're for deals with numbers then you really need and have to put in numbers make sure your companies are well alighted i cannot talk about this enough then also expand on your professional and volunteer experiences some classroom experiences that you've also had always proofread i would say that when you're done writing your resume you want to give it to someone your pair to look hard you also want to give it to um, someone that possibly has the role that you're applying for to take a look at then you want to give it to someone that has 
probably hired a couple of people um, in their experience and you just want them to go through it so you want to make sure you profit and you also give people to go through these things for you if possible you can add, add in your linkedin profile so that you don't check you up on linkedin you know you're free to do not forget your certifications and credentials too now the don't is you do not want to use um general clauses like i said you want to use keywords you want to use keywords you want to use keywords and also um you don't want to use generic statements also if it's a resume read you do not want it to be more than two pages later on they might ask for an extended view or something but really you don't want it to be more than two pages do not add references i said that already your own address is a no-no um you do not also want to use calligraphic fonts so calligraphic fonts go for sans serif or just normal blocked fonts but calligraphic fonts they don't know um for some people they say you should not add your high school education well it depends but actually i really do not think you should add your high school because there's no way you could have one secondary school without going to high school <laughs> in nigeria but sorry there's no way you could have gone to university without passing through high school so i don't think your high school um this is actually relevant now there's a dilemma about adding your photograph or not um for me i would say that keep the mystery i don't think your picture should be on your resume because you do not know who is you want them to see you you want it to be like if they if they are looking for your face let them go and look for you let them search for you you get me let them search for you or and again some people might be biased towards taking you know all, all these things happen everywhere we have biases everywhere so you just i just don't think putting your picture on your resume is a cool thing to do i just think you should take that part off then um also you don't want to like i said list their job description requirements and place it back as your experience on the interpersonal background those are things that you do not want to do so 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 like i said i hope that everything i've said in this podcast will actually help you go back and try to take a look at your resume again and try to make sure that you have a well-written resume um also try to get feedback i think this is the most important thing make sure there's somebody that can go through your resume and give you feedback before you put it out there because your resume is like a representative of you it's like a written document about you which can actually may actually give you the leeway you're actually searching for so with this i hope this has helped and if you have any comments or questions you can feel you can drop it down in the review section or follow me on instagram and send me a dm i would do well to respond so on to my next podcast you know the vibes bye guys Thank you.